welcome to Fog of War's info dump. Dump information. <laughs> so, we have decided to launch Fog of War on Smart BCH on Saturday, February 18th. Uh, sometime around 8 p.m. UTC. It's a specific block number, so whenever that block comes up, I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. It's on uh, listme.cash. Yeah. List me. Is it listme.helpme.cash? You can see it on helpme.cash. You can see it in our <laughs> Telegram channel. There you go. So we have changed, handicapped, slash crippled. Kneecapped. Kneecapped. Shot it. Decapitated. Oh, my. <laughs> How many words do you want to use to describe <laughs> it? We have crippled the original design because Smart BCH is still in limbo. And it's not a very good environment for trying to bring new people into the ecosystem. And we don't really want to encourage it with the bridge down. So therefore, we'll release and have been wanting to release this for many, many months. And we just got kind of fed up on waiting and decided, fuck it. We're going to do it. We're just going to change a lot of the features to do it. So what is Fog of War? Fog of War is supposed to be dual farming, liquidity, staking, NFTs, boosting, heroes leveling up stuff. That was a lot of words. Fog of War <laughs> is a gamified... Staking system. Staking system. Because the DEXs, after a, we made a list of all the potential farms to that had funds in it and then started deep diving in addresses... And found out that most of the liquidity is concentrated in like three whales or people or addresses. So we decided going liquidity wasn't the greatest. If users aren't wanting to farm with their tokens, Fog's not going to make them want to farm with them, most likely. So we figured do single staking because that's where all of the users' funds basically are just sitting in their wallet. So this gives of them... the ones that exist in Smart BCH still. Yeah. So part of the problem is just that there's not many users on Smart BCH right now. And that's not going to change until there's a secure bridge and a real peg back mm -hmm. to BCH. Yeah, not just being a Binance sidechain or a... Which itself is having its own issues. As always. So for Fog, we decided to remove the DEX part of it. So there's no dual farms right now if and slash when... Smart BCH gets a secure bridge and DEXs start being DEXy again, <laughs> we will bring back that original functionality of LP farms and voting for LP tokens, dual farming, things like that. So all of that is still there. It's just not going to be enabled. So exactly. if tomorrow there was a token that's on a DEX that we wanted to add and have dual re rewards, it would we can do it. Yeah. But we're just not setting it up for that because of the whole ecosystem right now. Yeah. Side note, though, when we seriously uh, decided to go back to Smart PCH, we did look at LawSwap because that's kind of the biggest. Um, it, it is Smart PCH. And especially for like it's got the most active users, et cetera, et cetera. In terms of a DEX, it's probably one of the most healthy DEXs for reasons. Unfortunately, it doesn't work with Fog. Yeah. Because of the way they have Burn. the burning on the deposits and harvests and stuff, people just lose all their money in it if they use Fog. Because we... everybody harvesting would trigger that. Yeah, the way Fog does. Yeah, we're going to technicals at this point. But yeah, basically, Fog doesn't work with Lost Swap. Yeah. Maybe that'll change in the future if they decide to get rid of their burning. Yep. But as long as the burning is there, we can't use them. 
can't use those pairs anyway. Yeah. To sidestep that, we're having a law, f- just a law token farm. Staking. For staking. Pool. Yeah. We should call them pools instead of farms. Whichever. <laughs> okay. So fog is going to be a single staking for now. So we'll have our permanent farms, which is like law, BCH. Probably should have this written down. Eh? <laughs> fog. Some of us have a memory. And uh, flex your seat. And the arena is going to be GOC, cats, goblins. Come on. It'll come to me. I have to think where I am in my list. (laughs) Sidex. Okay. (laughs) See the one you care about the most. (laughs) So besides that, it'll have the dungeon. Yeah. So the dungeon and the chest will be all working fine. Yeah. That'll be as is, won't ever change really. Well, who knows? We may change the future, but. As we originally planned, the dungeons will be there. Um, So you'll be able to stake for your fog to get items uh, and or buy chests directly with fog to get items right away without having to wait for it. But it does burn the fog that way. It'll be a slow slog for getting items out because the token emission is going to be lower. So reduce block rewards. So fog was initially going to have 50. 50 per 15 seconds, which, you know, smart PCH is like 6.5 seconds per block. We were thinking multi-chain fog in the future, which is why we're doing the 50 per 15, just to keep it at that. All that aside, we are doing four fog per block on Smart PCH. Why? It's basically 20% of the emission rate. Yep. So 20% of the max of 50 uh, that I mentioned before. Not including bonuses. Not including bonuses. So basically fog will be running, but it's going to be only at 20% of its normal speed. So, like, we don't expect a lot of people to be using it because Smart PCH is so empty right now. So and we, we can increase it if we're totally wrong or if the bridge comes back tomorrow or... Yeah, so the idea is we don't want to run at full speed uh, right now when there's almost nobody in it because you're just going to make a few gigantic whales. Mm-hmm. If in the future Smart PCH recovers and fog becomes popular, it's not much different different than a DEX running like a one or two week super high inflation period for the reward token to try and gain users like it just seems unfair for people that come after that period yeah through no fault of their own type thing it's just they don't learn about it later or whatever so so basically it will be running it's gonna be a little slow but the alternative is fog doesn't launch so we may as well just launch and yeah see how it goes yeah that doesn't affect fxp though no so if you're using fog uh, doing dungeon staking, etc., arena, whatever, you'll still earn FXP, so you can still level up your heroes. And that's going to be actually quite valuable in the long run, I think, for people that actually want to do it. Yeah, so the, really the lower fog really only impacts how quickly people get into the chest. And the first three level chests aren't very high in total amount of fogs needed anyway. It's just the last ones, which we kind of expected to be a slog even at full emissions. So basically, emissions will increase in the future if number of users increases. Secure bridge. Secure bridge. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we might as well go over like a basic, what is the dungeon? It's a bunch of chests that you, you can get? stake. Okay. So the items. That's <laughs> I'm saying. Pull over. <laughs> so you, you go into the dungeons, <laughs> you stake to a chest for the amount of fog it says, and you're stuck in it for however many days it says. Yes. And then you claim it, you get your fog back, and it spits out an item. Uh, the only exception is the first chest, the common chest, uh, has a 30% chance of getting nothing. So you'll get your fog back, but you might not, you have a 30% chance to not get an item. My doing. 
So blame Ben. Because <laughs> I like it that way. That one's a daily chest, though, so it kind of... You're farming FXP with it as well every time you claim. Yeah, so. you get FXP every time you claim, but you are getting to go into that farm every 24 hours. So you can get your fog back, restake, get it. So even if you fail one, the next one you'll get. Blah, Most blah, likely. Blah. Most likely, hopefully. Yeah. So you claim, uh, it mints an item, so you can either get a sword or a weapon, weapon or an armor. Uh, so when you look on the fog website, you'll see the uh, little hero minotaur shadow icon and then a sword icon and a shield icon with little question marks on them all of those you can put weapons armors and heroes in those slots so that's what you use the items for and the items give bonuses to lots of things lots of things if you put a weapon on the dungeons what does it do a weapon nft will take your boost percent and give you that chance to Reroll. Reroll a second item and you get the highest one. So if you mint a level two item, but you had a 50% boost weapon on it, then you have a 50% chance to reroll that level two. And if, if it's higher than level two, then you'll get the higher level item. And then armor is just reducing the staking time mm -hmm. based off of the boost percentage. So, so if it's one day and you have 25% boost, I don't know what the max is. 50%, I think, on armors. So basically, if you have five-day chests that you're staking into and you have a 50% maxed out item, it goes down to 2.5 days for staking. Yeah. And then the heroes will... Side note, the, when you're also in the dungeons, you get FXP rewarded every time you claim. If you have a hero on the dungeon, the reduction does not affect the FXP reward. You'll still get 5 XP for five days staking, even though it's two and a half days. Basically, the white paper is good to look at for this because it has a like one breakdown. It has one page in it that is still up to date. There's like nine different bonuses uh, depending on what area you're in. I would probably just say look at that. You get heroes in the tavern. So, tell me about the tavern. Uh, tavern is our minting page for our Minotaur NFTs. Kind of what you typically think of as an NFT. You know, JPEG, ordinal. You know. No, I don't want to. <laughs> Besides the Minotaurs, there is actually every other project that we support on there as well. Uh, so in our case, it's going to be Cash Cats, Law Punks, Gambling Apes. Punk Apes. Punk Apes. Oh, you got one in Reapers. there. Reapers. Reapers and... Crypto Rats. Crypto Rats. So if you have one of those NFTs, you can actually... Um, and you have to actually own the NFT. You can upgrade it and it'll become fogified. It'll be fog upgraded. So it'll actually have stats and stuff that show up in Fog, and you can apply it to the farms and the arena and the dungeons. What's the difference between that F and that B at the top, that back and forth thing that goes? <laughs> the toggle. The toggle. That's the word. <laughs> uh, so you can buy and or upgrade the heroes, or rather mint and upgrade the heroes uh, with Fog. You can also do it with BCH. So we were going to do a pre-sale to start with. Yes. We've scrapped that. Ecosystem is not healthy enough. And we don't know when the hell the ecosystem may recover. So we're just kind of coast for a yeah. while. If people want to use BCH, great. If they want to use Fog, great. Basically, the BCH is kind of like our pre-sale. Yeah. It's just kind of it's not So the BCH and... gets sent to the dev wallet. We use it to pay back development, fund future development, etc. Do things. Do things. The Fog payment burns the Fog. The other difference, one's called Elite paid by bch so 
if anybody's familiar with the pre-sale stuff we did before, that's the same to go over it quickly. If you pay BCH, you get an elite hero is what we're calling it. Uh, so it starts at level five instead of level one. So you get a slight benefit in boosting because uh, the hero gets a 5% boost then instead of 1% boost and you don't have to level it up right away. And then it also has a max level of 25 instead of 20, which is what the regular fog heroes are. So the boosting will affect your fog rewards basically and how much you earn. That's the big thing about it. Well, it's, it's check the white paper because heroes also have many different bonuses yes. for their boost and yeah. some of them are like you can get better items from the dungeon for mm -hmm. example so so it, it does have that nice bonus uh, so the level difference just to clarify this the elite heroes start at level five but they still have to earn all of the fxp to level them up before they'll get to level six so if you buy a level one hero a normal hero and you buy an elite hero which is level five you level the same. You level the same. That means that by the time the normal hero gets to level six is the same time the elite will get to level six. Uh, so if you think of it like a video game, the person that starts at level one has zero XP and they need to get to, you know, 600 XP to get to level six. The elite hero in our case starts at level five, but he still has zero XP. Mm -hmm. He has to also get up to 600 XP to get to level six. So you're, the, you're getting an initial boost, but you still have to earn all the experience. And then the difference becomes at 20, the normal hero stops. He's and capped the out. elite hero can go five more percent. Yeah. You, so you can do either Minotaurs or any of the other six NFTs we added as elites normal or, or normal. normal. So the big thing on top of that would be the burning. So then going over to the workshop. What's burning? Burning okay. what? Well, okay, workshop, at the top of it, it's FXP. Mm -hmm. So if you want to add FXP to a hero, so what that's is where FXP? you do it. FXP is fog experience. Okay. Yeah, it's the blue one. It's the blue one. <laughs> um, so that's what you get for staking in dungeons, for participating in the arena. That's it? Yes, yes. for now. So you, so you spend that FXP, so you, you get them as tokens in your wallet. So you can put it on any hero you want. You can just hold it in your wallet, do whatever you want with it. Yeah. If but you have multiple heroes and you're doing stuff with all of them, your wallet will just keep getting FXP and you can shove it all into one hero if you want. Just level them up quick. Yeah. So yeah, that's where you attach the FXP to the heroes. FXP, you know, assuming that the ecosystem becomes healthy, et cetera, et cetera, might become the governance token for Fog. Will be. Will be. Maybe. We'll see. Depends on ecosystem. <laughs> if the we have governance, is. it will be used with FXP. Yeah, the, the plan is. Which will be your heroes will count towards voting. Yes. So holding it in your wallet is no different than having it on Exactly. Hero. So you can put items on heroes. Yeah, so you can merge items onto heroes. So heroes have power as one of their attributes. Yep. So just like items, they have the boost, they also have power. Power is for arena voting. That has a very large impact on which farms win the in the arena every week. So to boost up your hero and give him more power so he has more say, essentially, in the arena, uh, you burn items onto him. And when you look at items, they have a little power stat. They'll say something like, you know, 5 to 12. If you put that item on a hero, it'll burn the item and it'll add a random amount of power between 5 and 12, in that case, onto the hero. And you can do multiple items onto one hero. And the whole point is to keep getting many, many, many items and throw them all on heroes to get more powerful heroes. So you have more say in the arena, yeah. So even a, a junky item, you can still just melt it and power up your hero. 
but you can also use those items and are meant to keep them on the farms and stuff. So it's not like you want to throw all of them onto your hero because you need them for other things. So what happens to move on? You get, you get okay. that? You got that? Yeah, I was just going to say the, the item merging thing is a little janky when you're doing multiple items. It works, but it's... You got to <laughs> click one, confirm. Click, yeah. You then gotta... open it again, click another, confirm. Yeah, I'll get it fixed later. All right. So you got that? Mm-hmm. You get that? Yeah. You're good? I'm good. Anything else? Probably. Okay. Uh, what happens when you combine a hero and an elite hero? If you combine a normal hero and a normal hero, just sort of simple. Oh, okay. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> really? Why would you do that? Just Why kidding. not? I did know that. It's just not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't want them anymore. That's true. So if you combine two heroes, normal heroes, it'll burn the one hero and then all the FXP it had and the power it had, asterisk, because exceptions, uh, it'll get transferred over to the other hero. So it'll make him stronger, basically. And you get to pick which ones JPEG you want to keep, basically. Yes. Yeah. Don't don't put the hero you want to keep in the fiery burn window. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> going bye-byes. And just to clarify, that goes for other NFT projects. So if you have a law punk and you burn it through fog, congratulations. You have actually burned that law punk. Yeah. So don't do that. Unless you, <laughs> Unless you really, really want to. So if you burn a normal and elite. Basic concept is your elite the, goes to the other one. Yeah, the elite status doesn't go away unless you're burning that elite and it's going on to another. That's a different case. That's a different case. So on an elite and a normal, the either elite stays elite or the normal becomes an elite, depending on which one you're keeping and which one you're burning. Yeah. But either way, you don't lose the elite status. Mm-hmm. Gaining the same difference from the normals. You gain those powers and stuff. If you do a elite and an elite, you get a 1% increase to your boost. Max that, boost. Max boost. A normal hero is 20. An elite is 25. Two elites together is now 26. If you add another elite, you're 27. Now they're mm-hmm. 28, blah, 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 on and on it goes. So just go extreme. If you bought 11 elite heroes suddenly... They would, you'd have 11 heroes that have all 25 max level or max boost. Sorry. Technically, you can keep leveling up as much yes. as you want. So they all have 25% max boost. They can never go higher than that. Um, but if you take 10 of those elites and you burn all of them onto one of the, the last one, you'd be left with one elite hero and that's it. But his max boost would be 35%. So if you look at the white paper and check the bonuses that heroes have, if that hero gets pumped up enough, it can have some pretty big impacts on like item generation and what the maximum uh, bonuses are. you're going to get the good stuff. Yeah, it's there's not really a limit to it. It can keep going, but... You still have to you get... You got to work for it. <laughs> yeah, so you have to level up by adding FXP, and that increases. I think it's like the first one's two... I think it's like four FXP extra per level. Yeah. On top of the last one. So if so. your first one's two, your next one is six. Six. And then, and then your ten, next one and is then ten. fourteen. So on and on. So you have to reach those levels to get the boost. So once your normal hero hits level twenty, you get twenty percent boost and it stops. But you keep leveling, which also increases your power on your hero. Mm-hmm. So you get a every time you level you get a power increase and a percent boost till it's maximum. Your power increase doesn't have a maximum. But then the elites, your percentage boost keeps going up, which impacts everything else. Hero merging, you can do items onto them as well. Yeah, so if you're merging two heroes, you can do um, an item and a armor 
or a weapon in an armor rather, and it takes their luck attribute, and basically the higher the better. It'll burn those items, and the uh, luck will transfer more of the hero's power that's being burned to the one you're keeping. So, to move into arena, what do? So the arena is basically where you put tokens in, and they fight to the death every week, and the winners emerge victorious with a one-week fog farm. It's very bloody. That was a very epic description <laughs> compared to everything else in this podcast. So really, we designed the arena because we liked how Miss Swap had anybody can get a farm. We just didn't like the way wash trading controlled that. So And that it was a manual process yes. for the algorithm. So with the arena, you have to buy a ticket for the contender, or someone has to. Yeah, the contender being the token that's in the arena. Yeah. Be it a single token, which LP, is a, which whatever. they all are right now, or a, yeah, an LP token. So in the future, if it's actual dex pair, then it could be in there as well. And getting dual farms in that as well. Yeah. So if you buy a ticket for that, it burns the fog. Then you buy a ticket for yourself, it burns the fog. Um, then you can take your hero, your weapon, and your armor NFTs and use those and your fog. Always fog. Always fog. <laughs> to vote on which token you want to win. And you just do that by attaching them to the little circle area for it, representing that token. And then you hit the commit button. But don't hit commit until you're ready because you can't add NFTs after you've hit that commit button. Yes. You'll switch to a little black and yellow lock symbol You've locked thingy. it, you've loaded it. Now you got to wait. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you can add more fog after you commit, though. Yes. Each of those have different weightings, power, total NFTs, total heroes, and fog all determine which one wins in a calculation. Which, again, is in the white paper. Yes. That hasn't changed. Hero is the most important. Hero is the most important. The hero power is the most important. But and, so, and that's all heroes. Yeah. So it adds them all together. Yeah. Um, the number of heroes is also important. Not as much as the power, but it's included in, it's basically three of the calculations. In the arena, you attach a hero, it gives FXP. The longer you attach it, the more you get to a maximum of seven FXP for the seven-day arena voting session. So just to jump in, a round is basically seven days. So it's 100,000 blocks. Yeah, so if you attach a hero, as soon as it starts, you will get seven FXP at the end of it. If you do it for a roughly. day, you would get one yeah if you do it for half a day you get 0.5 in other words it's a static amount it'll always be the same basically the longer you have them on the farm committed the better you can also attach it to every single contender gaining fxp on every single one as long as a hero is on it yeah so if you don't care about a token in the arena you can still attach a hero to it and just that because you don't want to vote too much for them but you still want to farm fxp to get the reward chest you have to add fog Right, so when the arena finishes, if you've committed to a contender and they lose, you get a common chest, which is the first chest, mm -hmm. the one that has a 30% chance to fail. So you'll automatically mint that when you claim. If you have attached fog for at least two days. Yeah, and I can't remember, but I think it was like 200 fog. Something like that. And if your contender wins, you get a level two chest. I think so. So the rare chest. The rare chest. And then... There is the end arena button, which is the big thing about the arena. 
So when the arena ends, so the top of the page, you see the countdown happening. Uh, once the countdown finishes, it'll switch to a little glow, glowing end arena button. Anybody can click that, even if you're not using fog at all. If you're just a random smart BCH person, has no fog, no interest, you can still click this button and pay for the transaction. And it'll end the arena, swap out the current farms for whoever won the arena, and it'll also give you a level 6 chest item, which is the best chest. And the reason is because you're paying the gas, and it's not the cheapest transaction. Yeah, I think during the testing with the four arena contenders, it was like 40 cents, 28 to 40, somewhere in there. So, and that could get more expensive over time if the arena grows. After the week is over, your farms get booted up to the farming tab. They'll show in red, and then any contenders that have a ticket will be entered. You can't win a farm for the next week. It has to be different contenders. So, as an example, if Cats wins an arena farm, it is now showing up on the farming page with a red border. But Cats will not be in that new arena round because it's farming. It can't be in both. Giving so, a chance for the next one to win. Yeah. So if Cats was the winner for the round and there's only one winner, it will not win the next round because it can't be in it. So it, a new token will go in. So next one, Sidex wins. And then when it starts, Cats can now be in the contender list again. As long as somebody bought a ticket for it. Yeah. Um, on the farming page, you will have green, which are permanent farms. Those will be there until we change them out. Those ones get the highest amount of fog uh, missions sent to them. You attach your heroes and your items to it. We will change out the farms and stuff. We will give notice, like a week, two weeks, something. We'll figure it out. Oh, lockup. Oh, yeah. I guess there is lockup. There's a lot of things. <laughs> That was like one of the first things I did so long ago. <laughs> so you can lock your token, increasing your fog rewards, which is on top of the normal emission, up to 100% for 180 days. So the four fog per block is the base emission rate. If we say that you were the only person in all of fog uh, in one of the in the farm that had all the emissions, you're getting the full four per block. If you could also lock up your token. For 180 days, which will give you 100% more. So now you're earning 8 per block. Mm -hmm. The base fog issuance is 4, but you're earning 8. That's extra on top of it. Um, if you have a maxed out sword, say, that also has 100% on it, you are now earning 12 per block. So just to throw the numbers up. Now if you had example. a hero onto it. Now if you had a hero on top of it, now you're, you're earning, earning like a little 14 more. or something, depending yeah. on the hero. And if you had a shield, your lockdown percent is less. Your cooldown, sorry. <laughs> lockdown percent. Yeah. Cooldown percent. So instead of Having Others. to lock up for 180 days, if you had a maxed out one, which is 50%, I believe, you'd only have to lock up for 90 days, but you get the full 180-day benefit. And to learn more about that, white paper. Anything else? We're not audited. Nope, no audit. We can't afford no audit. <laughs> so why Smart BCH? You tell me. <laughs> I tell you, well, we were going to do Smart BCH, and then it imploded. And, and we'd been working on Fog for like four months by then. And we were gearing up to get ready, but we also kept feature creeping. But we could have launched that summer. But then Smart BCH imploded and we took a rage quit session. And then we came back and Miss Swap and Oasis were on Doge. Yeah. So we switched everything to Doge. And Doge had way too many RPC issues. And it just didn't feel right. Pretty much. And it was always like, a, should we do it? No, we shouldn't do it. Should we do it? And we just kept pushing it off. It's like weeks and weeks. For, yeah. 
And so we looked at Avalanche and we looked at Thor and we looked at... Okay, Thor I still find interesting and I want to kind of do it even Thor on Thor would Smart be BCH. interesting, but that's interesting for a different reason. But I joined so many NFT groups on Avalanche and on another chain that we were looking at. And Polygon? Just, maybe Polygon. Maybe. So. There was another one, but it just, it all just felt so, yeah. Yeah. So when, especially when I was looking at Avalanche, when I started looking at other chains, we had to look at all their DEXs. Mm-hmm. What do they support? What do we, can stable we work coins with? here, stable coins Oh my there. God, the number of stable coins. <laughs> it's all stable There's, It's stable coin pairs upon stable coin pairs sta- with other stable coin pa- pairs. And it's like, oh, look, this one has four stable coins in this one pool together. And it's like, so it just felt very stale. It just, there's no community. And that's what I felt like even being joining all the projects and reading days worth of chat, it just doesn't have community sense. Then you come back to Smart BCH and Fog's fees on Smart BCH are high, especially with the increased fees that are not supposed to be there. Yeah, we're supposed to drop a zero still. Yeah. I'm still salty about that. Yeah. So I will say Doge is cheaper than Smart PCH. Yes. But RPC issues. But RPC issues. And a bit of toxicness. I mean, yes. Smart PCH has its own toxicness, but. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere it does, but I've personally have ignored most crypto chats for years and years and years. I'll browse and stuff, but I never got involved. And then Smart PCH started and I dived headfirst and spent all day every day. And Modding so for free, excited. you know, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> yeah, he was happy because, you know, I jumped into his hobby, but so Smart BCH just felt better. So that's why we're launching on Smart BCH. No. I mean, we'd probably make a shit ton more money. We would. And we're not saying that we won't go to other chains still, but our first choice has kind of always been Smart BCH, and that's what we designed Pog for was Smart BCH. Yeah. That said, there are a bunch of other reasons why we're doing it that are more personal that we won't really go into, but it's a kind of a case of we just want it out. He's a BCH maxi. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it's hard to argue with what works, you know. <laughs> I mean, Smart BCH isn't BCH technically, so. No. But if cash tokens, if we can get Fog working on cash tokens somehow, we would definitely look at that. So that's basically what it boils down to is I, w- I just want Fog out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to learn other ecosystems and how they're different. I converted Fog to Avalanche. Because I had to get rid of all the block number stuff and put timestamps in. Because when you first learn about this, and like the, I'm new to Solidity and coding and stuff in general a little bit. Everything you learn is like, oh yeah, don't use timestamps for Solidity. You'll get screwed. I'm pretty sure okay. you started with timestamps and Jay said something specifically about don't use timestamps. Yeah, which I already knew because, again, well, I guess we never mentioned it in this, but... Fog of War is based is a fork of Zookeeper, and they use timestamps in it. Everything was timestamps, so that's what it all was based off of at first. I converted like half of it to block number while I was going through it, and then yeah, Jay mentioned it because there's some timestamp stuff in it still, and it's like oh yeah, it's it's still there. It's like I oh, definitely don't use timestamps because of X Y Z. So it all got converted to block number. Great, smart BCH implodes. What do we do? Let's look at Avalanche. Okay. We're more serious about Avalanche. So let's see how this is going to go. Oh, they do not use block number. You have to use timestamps. <laughs> so it all got converted back to timestamps. And then we we're like, hey, we don't like Avalanche. It Let's all got converted dope. back to block number. <laughs> That's my little rant. Devs can't make up their mind. Can't devs do something? Jeez. 
You guys can't. The elites will probably remove the function for having that. If slash when SmartPCH is secure, we'll kind of assess then and see how it goes. So we have the ability to turn the elites off and on. Mm -hmm. The plan is to turn them off at some point. Maybe we turn them on after that at some point. I mean, if FXP governance is out and they overwhelmingly want elite heroes back. Anyways, that's a future thing. That's so far in the future. Don't feature creep. The other thing is all of the external NFTs, only half of their total value can be minted as Fog Heroes. There's too much shit in Fog and there's a lot of pieces. So it's kind of, we could have a two hour podcast going over each and every bit. Which we did. (laughs) Which we did for Doge. Yeah. And then we took it down. I mean, so technically people could still listen to that if they were interested. They could, yeah. It's just going to have Doge. It, it's all relevant still, except all the pre-sale stuff is obviously scrapped. Exactly. And the Doge Dex and LP. And the specific stuff yeah. for their ecosystem. But everything else is still the same. It's a little complicated to just verbally tell you everything instead of being able to... It's a to... little dense. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to sit down and just see each chunk and how it interacts. So we'll finish the white paper information and take out some old information and post that in the telegram and on the website it's called the what paper not the white paper but oh right so the fog of war website is basic but functional to a degree (laughs) i mean it's not really basic kind of i think it's pretty i i think it looks okay it's the mobile experience is good enough Mm -hmm. at least from my testing for what i have there's a lot of stuff I want to add to it, and in my opinion, it's like pretty far off still from what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Especially with just things like stats for like what exists mm-hmm. and all this other information that we can pull from the contracts. But um, yeah, there's still a lot of things we want to add and do. Basically, it comes down to we can't devote as much time to it anymore. Yeah. Uh, unless things change, so <laughs> we will. Hope for smart PCH recovery. That's yeah. kind of what it boils down to. So let's t- talk hypothetical then. Okay. Chill out time. S- smart BCH gets back on its feet. It gets a secure bridge. Everything's groovy. We go back and our priority first would be switching it to DEX LPs so we can turn on the dual farm reward stuff. Assuming there's good DEX options. Yes. And then we have a idea bin. Which is on the main page of the site. Which is on the main page of the site. Which one of them is integrating with ThorChain somehow? Figuring all that out, doing that. Mm-hmm. The big one. I want to do a game. So game-wise, it'd be like a PVE while incorporating the FOG ecosystem, the heroes, the NFTs, the token. And we've talked a lot about it. So basically, it's like a living world online. And it's so it's multiplayer in the sense that it's blockchain integrated mm-hmm. um almost like a basic mmo slightly but it's not an mmo uh, but everybody's in the same world mm-hmm. and you're moving your heroes around on the map but everything's based off block time and yeah so it's like there's been definite games like that in the past where it's like oh you have your town and if you want to go to another town it takes x amount of turns hours mm-hmm. minutes whatever to get there armies move around the map etc etc like that, city building elements, uh, land, territory, buying, ownership, upgrading. NFTs. NFTs, yeah. 
exploration of the map, kind of where it's like everybody's on the same team and you're against the world and the world pushes back. The The game could end because the players push too hard. Yeah. <laughs> and the world doesn't like that type thing. So, and if it does end, then it just makes a new world mm-hmm. and it starts again. So it almost, it almost have like a little element of a uh, roguelite, ro- roguelike-ness to it. It's a style of games where, you know, push your luck elements and then if you die, you have to start it again from the beginning. Uh, but a lot of roguelikes will have, you know, a bit of a history for it. So if you get, you know, you might get some extra points to put into upgrades so that maybe you can get a little further the next time because you've upgraded your stamina now or something because you got so far in the last round. So basically, what Fog is now, and what it's supposed to be if SmartVCH is running, is the short-term goal, and the game is the long-term goal. I think we're done. I think so, too. We're just rambling. Check our Telegram, if you have any questions, our website, fogofwar.quest. 